0: Well, we are beginning this year off with a book, Study Together as a Church, as we normally do. It's a challenge. Does everybody have one in your lap or close by if you don't? They're back there in the box, Just as they said. It. So um, this is a book study that we will be doing together as a church. Uh, we did it a few years ago here at the bridge. And... Uh, very meaningful and uh, cost uh, and made a difference in many people's lives here and many of you will recall that um, it is a uh, 40-day challenge and um, how many loves being challenged and the beautiful part is uh, this is you're being challenged by the red letters in your Bible the words of Jesus, and I believe he challenged people that he come into contact with. Um, some people want to believe that he was some like you know, Christian pansy, go along, get along kind of guy, but I don't think we can read through the New Testament and see uh, a Jesus that didn't challenge. He challenged those he come into contact with. Sometimes it was the religious people that would come and as in the instances when they brought the woman who was caught in the act of adultery and brought him to Jesus' feet. And they were looking forward to throwing stones and murdering her that day, all in the name of God. And it says that Jesus, you know the story well, stooped down and wrote in the sand, and it said they all walked away sorrowful because he said that he was out sinus. And every person there understood and knew, I have sinned. And what a beautiful challenge that was from Jesus to the religious zealots that looked forward to crucifying others and expecting grace themselves. So in this challenge, just understand that um, I really believe that it challenges the greatest and it challenges the least and it challenges everybody in the between so basically what I'm saying is nobody here is exempt you are hereby challenged for the next 40 days to become in a greater place with God than you've been in a while and this challenge needs to be taken Somewhat of a solemn approach that we understand that the challenge is going to be more than we can actually do because Jesus' job for us is to win the lost. When they asked him, Why did you come? Why did you come, Jesus? He said, I come to seek and save that which is lost. Does anybody in here know anybody's lost? lost? anybody in here? has somebody's lost that you'd like to see saved. So once this challenge brings about their salvation, and if you put forth some effort and actually allow Jesus to challenge you, and in that challenge He will encourage you to, once it brings about the salvation that you've been praying for for so long, that loved one, that neighbor, those co-workers, whoever you're contact with that you've been praying for. And I love how that uh, the author of this book is just a young pastor. In the beginning parts of it, he he states how that uh, the first few pages he goes into the why behind the red Lake challenge and how he's come to this point. He was planning a church and uh, anytime you plan a church, there's a Uh, a season of expectation. And I've heard many preachers preach about that expectation is the breeding ground of miracles. That when we come to Jesus and expect something, that it gives him the position to fulfill something that we're expecting. And sometimes in our relationship with Christ, we grow stale. A little bit dormant, whatever terms you want to put on that. And in those seasons of stagnation, our expectation goes down. But this young pastor is planning this church, and he's got a group of people, and they've got high expectations, but is it Jesus' expectations? Are they expecting what they want? Or are they expecting what he wants? How many skills do that? Here's what I want, Jesus. You use a genie in a bottle. What's that on your life like at Christmas time at Santa? Here's what I want. Want a red rider baby gun? You know, he'll shoot your eye out, kid. This time there, Jesus shows us down this. Is what we want is really not what's good for us. Amen. So this young pastor goes into this, and he's leading this church plan, and uh, he he begins to challenge himself about: Am I doing, and am I expecting what I want, and am I trying to build a church for my own ego or my own self worth or whatever else you want to call it? Or am I building the church that Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it? And I'm ready for Jesus to do some building. Amen. Get your hammer out, Jesus. And <laughs> an old proverb I read in a book a few years ago, that said that the nail that sticks out is the first to get hammered down. Amen. <laughs> So when you tell Jesus to get the hammer out, sometimes you're the nail that's we to it sticking out. That means hammer me down, Jesus. Build something with me. Make me the glue or the nail that binds something together. And I think he can use us in that manner. That he can use us to position maybe a co-worker with somebody else and that God uses us as the nail to nail together to make the glue to make it worthwhile building or structure. This young pastor is going through this grievous process, I think, that's the, of uh, maybe it's a youth group. Maybe you want to go a to youth group, right? you got high expectations, and there's a newness, and when new faces come in, it's like exciting, and what's Jesus going to do? This book, in the challenge that it goes through, these very large challenges, it, it, it causes us to see sometimes we're doing it for the wrong reason. And the last few weeks, I've just been praying, and I've, I don't even really know where I'm at. I don't even really know what I'm doing. And I kind of like it, because I'm one of those type of people that likes to plan things out. And we talked about this well, see, a couple of weeks ago, one was, two weeks ago, maybe, and, People come out. And we had, I, I don't know how many people here, there's probably 30 at least volunteers that came to say, I'll write my name down on the calendar and I will volunteer my services to Children's Church, to Nursery, to Greeter Ministry, to security that goes out and checks your car in a parking lot in case somebody's out there wanting to get in cars. It's happened. It's happened to get in our community before. So there's all different kinds of positions for all different kinds of people, and we've all got giftings, but we have to apply on ourselves and not just say, I wish they'd asked me to do something. It's time to step up and say, I'm going to do something. There is something for every person in this room. This church planning pastor that wrote this book really didn't write a book as a selling point of something he was trying to figure out. He did this As Jesus led him in his home church, but it was so um, transformative of the church that he he just saw that Jesus painted the picture make this a book so others can see what is accomplished through my red letters. And many, many churches every year go through this. Some churches do this and they just. Every year you go through this and regurgitate it. And I, I don't know about you, but I, how many parents do I have in the room? Any parents? your parents in here? So if, if you tell your kid something one time, that you give them that lesson one time, did <coughs> they master mastered and just become just perfect in an instant, it's like, wow, I'll never have to say that again. I'm glad they got all that. And I'll never have to go over that again. School teachers, the same thing, right? You can't just go in the classroom and say one time, man, here it is, go use the potty. Then they're all just like, well, I ain't going to teach out again. They got like that. <laughs> I love when Leslie tells her stories about stealing uh, for at school. If you uh, substitute teaching in preschool, you'll you'll come home with some stories. i sure did that. just so wonderful. But Jesus is allowed to continue to tell us because unless we become his children, I don't know it all. Rick, you've been in church a long time. You don't know it all. Ernie's been in church a long time. Joanne's been in church. Rose's been in church a long time. We don't know it all. Gray hair does not equal absolute wisdom. Amen. I wish it did, but it don't. Because mistakes are still made. Hard times still come, but Jesus is still faithful. And if he has to teach me a thousand times the same topic, I've got to be willing to listen. So don't think we did this before, I don't need to hear this again. That would have been a good place for more than one amen. We did this before, but that doesn't mean you don't need to do it again. If you haven't done it before, come into this with some high expectations because it will challenge and change our lives if we'll do what Jesus' red letters tells us to do. And he, he quotes in this beginning uh, the why behind the red letter challenge in the first part of your book. It, the, this is the verses that come out of the Sermon of the Mound that he looked at that caused him to have this train of thought to challenge him to do a regular challenge. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears the words, it's on page 7, therefore everyone, it's Matthew 7, therefore everyone who hears the words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who has built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the strange roads and the wind blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Jesus is the rock of our salvation. Amen. It says that he is the chief cornerstone. And in masonry, you have to have a corner that is stable before you go to the rest of the walls. Because if you don't have that corner stable, the rest of it will crumble, Chris? You have to have something that interlocks. That is the chief cornerstone. Jesus is that. He is the connector. He is a great uniter. He is the one that brings together differences of opinion. How many are ready for a world like that? Mm -hmm. Where we can have a different thought. We can be from a different political background. We can be of a different color. We can be of different ages. We can be of just name any difference you want to name and say, Jesus is the one that can connect. He challenges us in our thoughts when we have an opinion and say, How long shall two have their opinions and make good efforts. Because the Scripture says how beautiful it is when we dwell together and unite together. Like the oil flowing down the beard of Aaron. Brethren, dwelling together in unity is a beautiful thing. So as this challenge was brought to this young pastor, he he went through this process to go through. And and it it was a process that Jesus took him through with his church, but it seemed an impact that he thought this needs to be replicated in other places. So the books you have in your lap is a beautiful thing that Jesus did to a church far, far away, but he could do something here with us if we will allow and accept the challenge. So my question is, according to the story, Jesus said, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them in practice, He's like a wise man that built his house on the rock. The one that hears them and puts them in practice. Now I've been thinking this for months now. I don't think we need more information. We need more application.
1: Amen.
0: You said and you've heard enough sermons.
1: Amen.
0: I, now I, I love sermons. I love I love studying for sermon series and all the stuff that we do here at, at the bridge. I love all that, and I, I'm empowered by it. I'm impassioned to it. I, I really do cherish it. But I've just been here lately where the, I, I can plan all I want to and have a year planned out in advance. I've always done that. I, pastor uh, taught me that years ago down in Orangeburg. He taught me how to do that when I was an associate pastor underneath the him. And I've done it ever since. But this is the first year ever that I've come into this year, and I don't have a plan. I don't want a plan. Come on, somebody. Let's let Jesus do the planning. And let him take me where he wishes to take me. Let him place me where he wishes to place me. Let him tell me the words he wishes for me to say. I don't need a plan and I don't need to go in and regurgitate something I've memorized to somebody when I witness to them. Go in and be a bold witness for Jesus and say the Holy Spirit is my leader. He's my God. If we do that, it'll work.
1: Praise
0: God. If religious activities is salvation, Jesus would have never had to came. There was Judaism, there, there was all the look at all them eyes in the Old Testament. Every one of them had their own religion. Hittites. Yeah. Parasites. That's, that's, that's why I, I should have been in there, right? So. But there's all these and, and, and they are in the scripture. Why? Because they brought about a religion and they got their own little community and they got their own little hub and they stayed in their own little region and their own little territory. And they would get in these little bunkers of the hills and just hunker down and say, Me and my four are no more. They'd fight the neighbor. Why? Because they didn't look like me. They don't talk the same language as me. I hate them people on the other side of the ridge. Sometimes that comes out in the
1: mall. Little... Come on, somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. If you don't believe me, go to a little uh, a league game. Go to an elementary school. Basketball game, but girls especially. go to a girls' basketball game in elementary school. I, I'm telling you, I've seen parents about to go to the dragon a, a, and it's like, this is elementary. So I'm up there at their final point, and if they get one more basket, they're going to go to college, and if they don't, they won't. You're talking little kids just out there to have fun, but the parents are more empowered and passionate than anybody else. They carries on into college too, don't get me wrong. Brian, your team lost last night. They did. (laughs) They did pretty pretty drastically,
1: too. It's pretty hurtful. That's one of the hard ones to watch.
0: (laughs) And I was thinking, man, this other game's going to come after this. It's going to be a bad one, too. There's four good teams, just great teams to watch. And and thus he said his heart can't take it, so he won't watch it, but he just checks on the score every (laughs) now and then. I watched it all the way through. it might have been midnight. I mean, I, I was so into that walker, I didn't even watch midnight. I watched the ball drop or nothing. Well, I watched the ball drop, but. <laughs> Why that left? was fun. Thank you, Todd Ruckle, for doing that this morning. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I finally saw the ball drop last night. Why did I leave? Major League game or a baseball game or a national NFL game. Or I never went to team hockey. If they like to fight. the program probably a better place together, They can do it on the floor and get it over with. But you see people wearing their jerseys and their special number and their special players that they just really look up to. You talk about passion. I mean, they'll go and have like... Well, they call it where you go and cook food. And tailgate, yeah. They do it in Luskown if you ever want to go down there. They get some tailgaters down there. It's ours. Actually, they sell food sometimes for football. It's a booster to try to help. They're tailgaters. So it's a good way to tailgate them. You don't have to bring anything; just go and buy something to cook. I mean, I'm so impassioned by a ball. And I thought I had that ball I kind of like watching football. Baseball, basketball, all, all. I love watching all that stuff. And unless it goes, we watch kids and try to go to their games and try to do what we need to do to support them and go to the plays that the kids that love hard. What's wrong with that? They love hard. It's okay. They don't have to be a football quarterback. Amen. You can show choir. When we look at others with open minds to say they don't have to be alike, I think that's a picture of Jesus. Amen. I think when he looks down, he don't look down and say, "Well, those are Chinese and they're communists. I can't deal with them." I don't think they look down and look so over there in an Arab country, maybe in Iran, and says. I can't believe they've got those missiles and they've they got those warheads and they want to kill people. I can't deal with that. This is true. Whether we like it or not, but it's a challenge to our belief systems. We've got to lay all that down. Now, it's easier said than done.
1: Come on, somebody. Don't you know say, I want your
0: Facebook. I want your Facebook.
1: I know who you are. Right? But what's your opinion hated?
0: Is that inclusive? Was Jesus inclusive or not? He says he must needs go through Samaria, okay? Jews hated Samaritans. And Jesus was a Jew, but he wasn't a normal Jew. He was a Jew that said, they're not like me. But i represent my father. I'm not representing myself and my heritage and who I'm born and raised and what religion I'm in. Churches are guilty of segregation and separation. And Jesus said, I will build my church. He didn't say, I'll build the bridge. He didn't say, I'll build the assemblies of God. He didn't say, I'll build the Methodist. I'll build the Christian church. I'll build the Episcopalians. I'll, I'll build the Catholic Church. He said, I'll build my church. Yes, amen. And let me tell you something. This church goes on the record at this point. Everybody watching online, everybody listening on the podcast, this is his church. Amen. 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 This my church. This ain't your church. This is his church.
1: Amen. Well, Come on, amen. Amen. Yes. Amen.
0: But if we all ain't here, guess what it is? It's an empty building. And when he said, I'll build my church, he's talking about putting hammers and nails in your life. <laughs> he's talking about chiseling away at your heart stone heart, right? You ever see those rock guys that deal with old rocks like the courthouse down there? I, that's a, a skill. Don't believe me, you go out there and get you a rock and try to make it break in the great place and then chip off a couple edges and make it point like it's supposed to be. Those guys were talented, some masons. That's who Jesus is. He chips away at us to make us into what he wants us to be and where he wants us to be in the building. Amen. Amen. So, this young pastor, he's pretty young, God, we're going to have study groups that, uh, we, 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 I challenge you to attend. You can attend the same one, you can attend different ones of them, whatever you want to do, but I challenge you as pastor to attend and read this daily. It's 40 days. It's, it's, it's very short. It's, it's simply... It's page one here. Page 18, 19. But there, there's a daily reading. If you ain't got time for that, you're too busy.
1: Come on, somebody.
0: If you ain't got time to read two little bitty pages, a couple paragraphs, literally I can read that in ten minutes. If you ain't got that much time, you've got other problems. So a good way to fix those other problems is take time to do this. Because this is what matters, I promise you. So, I challenge you to go to one of the groups. Um, how many groups do we have? Dusty? Yeah, they'll be up this afternoon. So Dusty has a group that he's going to be doing. <coughs> it's your place right? at your house Tuesdays at seven, okay, Sister Joanne. A bit of group. Uh, yeah. was already in there. okay. So there'll be a bit of group out there with Joanne. Um, Brittany Silly's going to have a group. I think she volunteered you, Eric, to be the leader of it. According to the last I saw. Right. <coughs> I'm sorry. He? Here's my house and here's my husband. Do it he's got to cook, he's going to clean, he's going to do all that. And then uh, Amy, you're doing one here at the church. So there'll be three, four different ones that you can pick from that will be uh, beneficial to your well-being. And it's not long. Five weeks, five meeting times that you'll come to one of those events. Read every day. Put your heart in. Allow Jesus to say what he wants to say. Allow him to challenge you. Allow him to convict you. Allow him to speak truth to the things you need to lay down. Because we all have them. need some things laid down. I need areas of my life to be more like Christ than what I actually am. Because a lot of the things I do and say and act and live out is not symbolic or is not representative of the raised words that Jesus said in Scripture. So the challenge is you are hereby challenged. And I, I love that uh, our phones. Everybody got a smartphone. You got a smartphone. I, I, I love how Apple now they can i like, tell you every week how you're doing. Got 33 more percent screen time last week. <laughs> Ain't that awesome when you see that's Like 33 percent more. I spent seven hours a day on my phone. So much for work, I, I get that. It tells you, but it breaks down the category. You can't just lay it all out because it tells you how much is social media, how much on Facebook, how much Instagram, how much this, how much that. breaks it down for you because um, I don't have time for 10 minutes today. I spent seven hours and 43 minutes last week on screen time. That, I, I literally, the other day I, I was, less than was coming, <laughs> I at the phone and you just get caught up in it. Next thing you know, you look at it's two hours gone. Am I the only one? Don't leave me standing up here with myself. It'd be a good time to connect and say, I'll feel you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Earl said, he said, the best thing I can do is throw TikTok away. <laughs> He might be on Earl Brown making TikTok. Come on, somebody.
1: <laughs>
0: Your boys ain't getting a seat, Rick. Making TikToks, driving a skitter around the side of the hill and cutting down trees. It's a beautiful thing. Like, i love Washington. them get to see things that I I I've got a chainsaw, but I'm kinda of scared of a chainsaw because if you're not real good and real skilled with something, you better be extra careful with something. I know I look like an idiot when I put my chaps on. <laughs> come on now, <laughs> yeah. and I, I've got marks and cuts in those chaps that I've got, and I thought they were stupid. We just went over to help, and when I bought those, we went over to help with the uh, uh, storm over in West Liberty, and, and uh, they made us buy chance. You couldn't come and help. Uh, clear out the brush without, you had that chaps, you had that earmuffs, you had to have that hard hat, you had to have a screen shield, you had to have it all, we went by all that and went over to work, but by the time the end of the day I was over there and climbed around up hill and up the side of the, the piles of trees all over a house and cutting everything out, there was nicks all over those chaps, and if I wouldn't have had those chaps, I'd have been heading to the hospital that they didn't have because it got blown down by the tornado, so I'm thankful for the chaps, but just, just the thought of that. I mean, literally. I mean, you're so proud that she's like, I have my husband. Here. I enjoy it too. I don't get to see it. He's it, it, the TikTok brand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I love you. Um, but the challenge of it, and Earl said it was out eating there a few suns ago, and he's like, man, it's just its just too much. You just, you're consumed by it. But then they would say, I don't have time. Right? That's I, I'm guilty. I'm, sorry. I'm not casting anything out here. The challenge is on me too. I'm guilty. Too much time on the gone. So it's just called it is. It's gone. Now, I ain't going to say it's a bad thing because it's got some good things that we can do with it. And we can be encouragers. Because there's a lot. And one thing that does happen on here is people will bear their dirty laundry Come on somebody. Hey, they'll put it out there. It's, it's easy to pop it in here and hit, yep, post, let it rip, mm-hmm. tater chip. Mm-hmm. If you see them in person at the grocery store, they won't be puking that all over you. But they'll put it on here. Yeah. It gives us a good place to go on there and try to add some encouragement. Come on, somebody. I'm going through a hard time, I'm going through a season I, the the winds and rains of life is just tearing me apart. Praying for you. Jesus believes in you. What if we use our hours, seven hours a day of encouragement and blessing instead of cursing? Amen. And not screenshot and send somebody else saying, I can't believe I can tell you see I can tell right there? <laughs> too challenging for me. You know, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> can't, take, can't take the pressure. He can stay in the, the, the kitchen all the time to see what it all is. <laughs> yeah. Get So get you some. Uh, yeah, so not saying it's a bad thing. It can be a good thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen? Yeah. Just like this. Literally, can be a bad thing. Come on, somebody. I've seen people take verses out of this yes. and browbeat people yeah. and condemn people yeah. and blast people and make them think less of themselves by using some of these words out of context. Does he tell us about it? Yes. It could be a good thing. Yes. Come on, somebody. You can find some verses in here if somebody's going through some situations in their life and what if you spent five minutes Googling that? Somebody's dealing with something. Find a verse for them. Don't just say i praying for you. Say i praying for you. Find a verse and post it in so they can read that verse. It can be good. Jesus said you'll build his church. That's the kind of church he's talking about. The church that encourages. The church that blesses. The church that builds up and does not tear down. And that's the kind of church I dream of being you play me all the time. Oh, you're sitting there with funny buddies. you my little kids. you got to go on. Well, everybody's nice just to get you a snack pack. Everybody carry you
1: around.
0: Be <laughs> full by the to I mean, Lord have mercy. Okay, it's, it's a good job, do not they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. man got it. Yep. Just look at that. Just do it in the floor. Got it. got it. Done. No more views than that. But the your man You by Jesus to create a process. And that's what we all are. We're in a process. And the process is of change. And Jesus is asking us. Do you accept the challenge? I challenged you personally a while ago. But let's take it to the next step and say it's not me challenging you. It's Jesus himself saying, will you accept the challenge of my words? And that you won't just hear them, but you will do them.
1: Amen.
0: Do them. We don't need more information, we don't need more sermons, we don't need more lectures, we don't need more plans, we don't need more activities, What we need is a greater and deeper relationship with Jesus that changes the world around me through me. And I promise you, His words will do me. They will get up in your grill, and that's okay. And I don't make jokes, but to to I try to put it across as easily as I can because I'm so afraid of hurting your feelings. But Jesus wants to get real.
1: Amen.
0: Yeah.
1: This
0: I'm gonna let it shine. This little I'm gonna let it shine. This little I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel no. I'm gonna let it shine let it shine let it shine let it shine't't let out i'm gonna let it shine won't let satan blow it out i'm gonna let it shine won't let satan blow it out i'm gonna let it shine let it shine let it shine let it shine lest we become <laughs> as little children,
1: <laughs>
0: we will know what I the kingdom of heaven, God's way of doing things. <laughs> little kid, you say, Satan, get out, I don't want to get Right, you get into it. little kid, and you're all sitting there like, what Rick did? I all right. <laughs> this ain't my heart, Rick, so I am not caused me to say that we don't need more information need more application it is, it, if Leslie and I Dusty and Dustin and Albie have to tell you to do something and have to remind you 15 times to do something it makes me wonder do, do we really want to do it yeah, I'm trying and that's what we told him a Wednesday or two ago when we sat down in here and all the volunteers was here. And I'm so thankful, see when we got up from home that night, Nusty said, maybe the church of our size that 30 people will come and sit down and say, where can I sign and what can I do? Amen. We're not just hearers of the word. We are doers of the word. I, I get it. I, and I'm yeah. proud of what this church accomplishes because Jesus does it through us. And it's awesome. But we can do more. Right? We need intentionality. And the beautiful thing is, Jesus wants to do more. <coughs> believe it's the last days. Yes. Amen. I was sitting with some people while back at the table eating some food. And, and I, I don't know if any of them were saved. I don't think so. By being knowing them and, and understanding them and, say, and they looked at me and said, do you think it's the last days? Yes. There you go. The last days of prayer
1: will come we will be lovers of themselves, boasters, proud, blasphemers. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If I don't sound like today, I don't know what does.
0: Am I saying that it's going to come tomorrow? I don't know. It might come before we get out these doors. That'll be okay. Labor has
1: told you shut up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, she's it's a challenge, need to Yeah. I'm <laughs> <get little-headed>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I've been there Tabor. favor. I've growing grown up in church. I know what it's like. And I'm a preacher preach preach all these things. I'm going on deep. And he's sitting there thinking, man, why don't we have a license yet? Come on, man. Please wait, Jesus. I'm going to get my license. <laughs> then after you get your license, you're out of and say, i hate this place. I can't wait to get out of I can't wait to get out of here. Graduation day can't come soon enough, and I can't wear the blue thing, whatever. I don't even know what to call it, and the cab and bullets and all that. Can't wait. And Jesus, don't come! please, just let me like graduate high <laughs> school. I don't want to go. While I'm she ain't got kids yet. She ain't got kids yet. And the, uh, marriage, it's all coming, so don't wish your life away, young lady. <laughs> it's coming. But if he does come, it's okay. Not our
1: time, is his time. You
0: gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. (laughs) It's challenging, though. And I don't even, I didn't have a sermon today, can you tell? I didn't want one. I don't need more information. And what I've been thinking here just the last two days, I said, I think you got a sermon ready yet? I was like, not really the book, uh, the Bible, that kind of stuff, you know. Should be good, right? Should be alright. God's people love me. I got, I got a church full people love me, I, I'm good with that. If I don't have a sermon, you guys are going to be alright? Amen. I sat there thinking, I thought, well, if we just walked in just sit down? And everybody just looked at everybody for 30 minutes. I literally thought this over the other day when I was saying oh, I don't have a sermon, what am I going to do? We're open like a a <laughs> There you go. Now I really did. I thought, why do we just sit and to each other for 30 minutes? I'll tell you what, some pizza and pops would be good. That'd be some pretty good church if everybody just shut up for a minute. Come on now. Yeah, it's been maybe 30 minutes at the end. That'd be a drag, man. Everybody on the phone that 3rd part there. Uh, and I'm not blasting phones, it's a good thing. I love them. I loved it that, I remember saying, my first cousin was driving work very curvy all the time, and made fun of people, phones and all that. And I never had one and all that, and the next thing you we had one. This is my brother. He made about another 15 years after I got mine. He never had one, made fun of everybody. Yeah, we got you sitting around right on your phone, mm-hmm. all that. Now, because he don't have a credit card, he finds stuff on Facebook marketplace and sends it to Chanda, and she's got to go buy it, and then he pays her cash, so he will Yeah, it, they pick on him. Challenged. He's still challenged, and the challenge is that I, 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 it's really a strange place. I'm in a very, very, very strange place that I don't have sermons. I don't have a yearly outcome. I don't know what's going on. And it's uneasy. Because I'm so controlling. I think I'm a control freak and most people won't admit that, but you are too. My only one is other people around here are control freaks. You gotta you know everything's going on, when, who, what, where, why, how. Mm-mm. let go, let God. It's all to like, well, let God, let God. That sounds really good. Until you got to let go.
1: Yeah.
0: And let God do something. It's really hard. And pastor, I promise you, come on up here. You want some of this? It's brutal. And to let go, let God, it's not easy Rick. I promise you, I'm standing here. I, 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 I don't know. I just don't know. But I know one thing. I know he's big enough to handle everything. Never problem. This county faces. Everything this country faces. Everything this world faces. I know the answer. And his name is Jesus. And if we accept his challenge and become like him and trust him, and trust him when you get out of the boat when you're Peter. And Jesus, out there on the water, comes walking to him and he says, get out. You, it's when you actually step out and you actually take a couple steps and you get over yes. there. And then the next thing you know, you get scared. You look around and, go, ah, and you're grounded. And then he comes over and grabs you by the arm and throws you in the boat. Amen. He still got you, even when you're drowning. Yeah. Even when you step out of the boat. And even when you try to do it, trust him and have faith. Even when the world shifts and everything falls apart. He's still there grabbing you by the arm and saying, not yet. It's not your time. I've got something for you to do, Peter. Amen. Then two years later, Peter standing there and, and going with Jesus, and they come to kill him, and, and there they are, Jesus, and Peter gets out the sword and slices the guy's ear off, and the next thing you know, Jesus picks up, heals the guy, goes next night, and he says, you're, you're going to deny me? No, I'm not. I'm not me, Jesus. I'm the best disciple you God. got. I'm all that. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. The rooster crawling. Why? Because they built a big bonfire. Because they just captured the guy that was against everything Judaism did. They didn't like Jesus. They were ready to kill him. And they built such a big fire that the rooster was crawling. And an hour, when you think? When you think you can't fall, when you think you're so holy, Amen. when you think you're all that and you can do it by yourself, it's the second that the ground shifts beneath your feet and you say, I don't know anymore. It's why, because God is challenging you and saying, it's not you, it's me. This is my thing. Step on out. The challenge is here. What are we going to do with it? I don't know. I hope you're doing you got hearts, man, and they compassionate, caring, loving people. And this, I, I love this young lady. And you ever had any problems or any troubles? Life's not so easy. Is it? But you see, just a few short years ago, in this country where we live, because of where we were born and raised women wouldn't love to do anything in the church. Amen. Mm. And this is going to a picture of a lady, a young lady, that loves God, that got her needs, and I want her to pass this out, so if you want to her that, hear everybody communion cup. I want you to play um, my favorite song. That's why I want you to play, this and, and Dusty wrote this for when for their wedding. And some of you might not have heard it, but I, I want you to listen words to this and think about how many believe Dusty loves. I performed their wedding, and it was a marvelous thing. Think about a husband loving their wife as Jesus or His bride, the church is His bride. So, Dusty, sing us this song. It wasn't just for long reasons. I, I was there and I listened to him played and it's stuck in my head ever since. I, I think it's probably one of my favorite songs ever. And that's what faith is, is trusting. They'll do what they said they would do. trust Jesus or don't you? Do you accept the challenge or not? Today's the day to decide, but we're starting on day one today. When you go home tonight, I agree. Number one, it's not going to be hard to keep up with. If you miss a day, don't quit. Amen? Amen. It's probably going to be day two. You're probably going to read today, and you're going to go to be Tuesday, and somebody shares something on Facebook. You see it, and it's like, oh, man, I missed day two. I will not even do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Read day two and day three, then. Be okay. Amen. Amen. But I started with communion. And communion is a common union. It's a great uniter. There's people all over the world today, on Sunday, especially the first day of the year, except in communion. united together as the body of Christ. He's our best friend we do this in remembrance of him. Because he can fix what I messed up. If you don't know him today, it's not a special friend that you have to pray that I say, all you can do is say, Jesus, give me my life. Fix my broken things. I just want to follow you. It's not hard. stressful. So if you have your way forever, after. I believe it's best we y'all. I love crackers. <laughs> this is not a cracker, I'm just telling <laughs> you. <laughs> i cut got real cracker back right here and my eye. I can't remember what people done supper within a few minutes of losing their best friend and going through some very turbulent times, and <coughs> doubting promises. Doubt would increase more than he ever thought possible. It was a disciple of Jesus that followed three years. Then he said, "Take this cup." And it used to be one cup, no, but it's not right now. flu <laughs> season. They took one cup and passed it around the and took a drink and he said, take this. It's my blood. It freaks some people out in the world today, but it's symbolic to the blood of Jesus that his blood cleanses us of all unrighteousness. And it's symbolic. And it even says that it'll, it it has a healing component to it. If you need healing today, just at, when you drink this, just understand it's not medicine. I'm just telling you, the faith and the belief that Jesus is my healer. The trust that I have to drink out my cup that I don't even understand. He can heal you. They might be healing today. Amen. Amen. So I'll take you. we love you so much, and we thank you for this day, the first day of the year. God, we know that we all have dreams and ambitions and plans, we look forward to 2023, and all it's going to bring. God, we just know that we need you in the middle of it. God, we know we need you more. We've seen you do some great things in 2022, and we have expectations today for this year. We're expecting you to move in greater ways. Give us deeper understanding, allow us to serve like we've never served, allow us to learn like we've never learned, allow us to trust like we've never trusted, allow us to believe like we've never believed. God, I pray for the people in this room today, no matter what stage or age or what area of their life that is concerning this moment, with God, let them lay it down, let it go, and let God, God, we accept your challenge today. and Give us these, these 40 days, God, allow us to just lean in, allow us to hear from you, allow you to perform miracles in and through us, God, for the people here that need a miracle in situations in their family. God, I pray right now that the, a miracle that they would begin to believe and they would trust like they've never trusted. And God, they would pray like they've never prayed and they would believe like they've never believed and they're trusting in Jesus. God, give us 40 days of miracles. Let people come back to in this room next Sunday seeing great, mighty exploits done by their hands because you are involved in their lives, Jesus. It's not about us. It's about you. Build your kingdom. Build your church. Here we are, use us. We trust you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Everybody says, Amen.